0: Get Vigoro potting soil, just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
2: Today's show is pre recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know, y'all better ask somebody. on, suit on, suit on. like
3: the dog, giving a the million bucks, buttons things in its cups. Y'all mm-hmm. told me who could it be? For Steve Hart. Oh yeah. Listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Hart.
4: Put your hands to together. Girl. Girl. Oh listen, we want me. Why don't you
5: join oh, yeah, yeah, me? yeah, yeah.
0: Do
6: your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh, I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You all listening to The Voice. Come on now, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got what radio show? Man, what you doing with it? Trying to do the very, very best I can with it. I really am, you know. I get tired sometimes on, on my journey. I'm, I'm not gonna kid you. Um... um Trying to make something out yourself is, is 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 a task. Um, if if you want to attempt to do something, and 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 understand going in, that that the, if the thing you're trying to do is to improve yourself, to better your position, to better your relationship, your family, anything you're trying to be a better you, you're trying to make more money you're trying to get it together, you're trying to change. If any of those things are in your hopes and dreams, know this right here, you are about to face some challenges, but you might as well go ahead anyway and face those challenges, because if you don't, you have a whole nother set of challenges to face. You know, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, man, how people sit around and they watch other people strike out to become successful. And they sit in the stands watching these people play out these games and they and they and they criticize, they boo, they laugh at their efforts and everything. And they talk about the failures. He missed that game when it shot, boy, he sucked. Man, he did this, he ain't worth that. I hear people who sit in stands who criticize people who are out there on the playing field. Now, when you're on the playing field, you have a set of challenges in front of you. You're going to be open to criticism. You're going to be open to ridicule. You're going to be talked about when you don't know the people who are talking about you. Now, here's the upside to being the player on the field that's facing all the challenges, the criticisms, the laughing, the joke, the being talked about. He has something going for him. This person, boy, woman, child, girl, man, has an opportunity to win. They have an opportunity to win. And in the game of life, just because you lose one of the games or you lose one of the matches, it don't mean you've lost, you don't get put out, you keep playing. And when you're playing, here's the upside. You have the opportunity to win. And But guess what? You're going to win some of the matches. You're going to win some of the points. You're going to make some of the dunks. You're going to hit some of them over the wall. You're going to hit some out the park. You're going to score some goals. You will if you're playing the game. Here's the problem with the people who don't face criticism, who nobody boos or cheers for, who sits in the stands and knows neither victory nor defeat. Those people, without realizing it, are facing a set of challenges also. And the challenges they're facing is how I'm gonna live with myself. What I'm going to do now. What direction am I going in? Where am I going to live? Wonder what job will hire me. Wonder if I can get paid for criticizing. Oh, woe is me. I can't find the purpose in my life. And man, I'm just waking up in a state of confusion. I don't know what to do. Now, let me ask you something. Which one of them set of challenges you'd rather be faced with? Because if I'm on the flow playing, if I'm on the field playing, if I'm out on the court playing, then guess what? I got a chance at winning. But guess what I'm doing every day while I'm playing? I'm strategizing. I'm waking up with a purpose. I'm waking up trying to come up with another angle, I'm in pursuit of a goal every single day versus the people in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. Get in the game, face the challenges Better yourself, better your wife, better your children, better your condition, better your employment status, better your job, better your career. Take a shot, come on man, what you waiting on? Because the alternative is to watch other people play the game. You know what I just do sometimes, sometimes I just, I get Forbes magazine, or Money magazine, or sometimes I still grab a copy of the Rob report. I just flip through it just to see Get, I used to get these this book called Unique Homes. Unique Homes is a magazine that just has a lot of extravagant houses that's on sale across the country, across the world. I used to just flip through, man. Let me just see, man, what the people that's playing the game out there doing. Stop watching other people become successful when you could very easily be you if you make the decision. But when you make the decision to become successful, get ready for a series of challenges. I think it's more difficult not to accept the challenge. I think it's for me. This is just for me. It may not be the case for you. For me, I think it's far more difficult to wake up and just see how life going to go today. Because, man, it could just deal you any kind of hand today. You understand? I, I don't like... You know, spades. Let, let's talk card game, for example. The game of spades. Really, man, there ain't a whole lot you can do if you don't get no spades. Really? It's a little couple of little strategies you got to do, but you can have all this ace, king, queen, diamond all you want, but, man, you ain't got no spades. They cutting them. You're in trouble. Be it whist, different game. You can create what's in your hand. You got dealt a hand, too, but you can create a hand. You can call a trump. You can... Make diamonds your spades. You can make hearts or clubs your spades. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. You can do something with it. It's a different game, man. You can strategize. I would rather have a say-so in my life than to wake up every day and just see how it's going. I think it's more difficult to not accept the challenge to be something than it is to accept the challenge to be something. I think it's more difficult to sit around and not be nothing. I think it's harder to watch everybody's life going somewhere but mine. I think it would be very difficult for me to sit here and hear them talking about other people and never mention my name. It would be difficult for me to see everybody rise and getting promotions except me. That would be difficult for me. It may not be for you, but for me it would be quite challenging. I would rather accept the challenge of making something out of my life than to sit there and criticize those and then watch and see how my life just may go. Okay, just a thought today.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
6: You know, it's so important to have
7: representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts.
6: One, two, one, two, three. Here we go. I got it. What you talking about? I got it. What do you mean? I got it. Say it one more time. I got it. What? Black time. I got it. Make a lot of noise with it. I got it. Ooh, ah, good God, Ooh, ooh, ah, I got it. Ooh, mm, hey, yeah, 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 Got it. Yeah. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The theme today is I got it. Yeah. I got gratitude. Mm-hmm. I got a gift. Mm-hmm. I have means. I got peace of mind, Yep, I have a measure of health. I got it. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Uh, Top, top. That's all. Morning. Normally I would say Junior, what's on your mind? Mm -hmm. But I will go over to Tommy now and go, Tommy, what's on your
3: mind? Uh, <laughs> on this Tuesday, surprised. Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> All right, uh, let me see here. Let me see here. It's okay. There's going to be
4: something stupid to watch. Wait. Well, what, well yeah.
3: Are you making me the so somebody tried to tell me the other day that I need to try to keep as much electrolytes in my system. Drink more electrolyte. Now, why would I want to drink that and get electrocuted? Does that make any sense to you at all? No, it doesn't. Why would I take the risk of getting electrocuted and have all these electrolytes in me? That don't make no damn well, sense. Well,
6: I have you. an idea for you, Tommy. This is what I suggest you do. Let
3: me hear your
7: answer to this. Let me put my water.
4: To down. help this out,
6: <laughs> get you a small Dixie cup Mm -hmm. out of your bathroom dispenser. If they still have those, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or get your bathroom water cup and fill it with water and put a little bit on your hand and have the rest of it in your hand. Mm -hmm. Then go outside the bathroom because I don't want you to be in there where can't nobody hear you. And I want you to start sitting on the floor next to an outlet and start drinking the water and then put that wet hand in the outlet why are you drinking water? Mm-hmm. And then let's see how many electrolytes your ass can get in you at once. And I'm reason I didn't want you to do it in the bathroom so people can hear you in the hallway. Oh.
3: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? It end makes perfect sense. I just I just don't think it's safe to have any electrolytes in your sister. I just don't. I just oh. think it's dangerous. Uh, It's It's your last day asking a question.
6: (laughs) Your (laughs) last day. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought I surprised you. I ended up surprising my damn self. I don't know how I thought this was going to turn out. Stay
7: hydrated, though. But one thing about it, though,
6: he didn't disappoint me.
7: No, he didn't. Stay hydrated. (laughs) All right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, Nephew Tommy is coming up with Run That Prank Back right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: All right, time to start your morning off with run that prank back with the nephew. What you got, nephew?
3: Me and your baby getting married. Me and your baby getting married. Cat dog, if you would. Hello. Hello. I'm
5: trying to reach I'm trying to read, uh, Mr. Yes, this is he? Hey, Mr. How you doing? I'm trying. Let me let me make I'm sure a- um, I'm calling the right person. Your daughter is Crystal. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got the right person. Hey, listen. Uh, what I wanted to do, Mr. Ridges, is call and introduce myself to you, and let you know who I was. My name is Jeff. Jeff, and I've been uh seeing Crystal, uh, you know, pretty much like the last five to six months. And I wanted to um let you know that I'm very, very interested in you. And in, 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 I know this kind of crazy for you to get a phone call from me, but I'm. Very interested in, in Crystal right now, and I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to do the man thing and just reach out to your man and say I'm really interested in in, uh, in marrying your daughter. And marrying my daughter?
8: Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on, man. What 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 did you say your name was
5: again? Uh, my name is Jeff. Jeff.
8: Okay, uh, Jeff. Jeff. Listen, I'm very close with my daughter, and my daughter has never ever mentioned
5: to you. I talk with my daughter every day. Wow. I don't know what that's about, but it's been like about five, close to six months that me and Crystal been, you know, going out, you know, up here at the school. But what I want to do is tell you that I, I really, really, really like Crystal, man. I, uh, and I want to call and tell you that, you know, I'm really, really interested in marrying Crystal. You know, I mm-hmm. want, I, I really do want Crystal to be my wife.
8: hmm Well, Again, I've never heard of you before, and my daughter has never ever mentioned you. My daughter isn't dating anybody right now. My daughter's
5: in grad school. I understand that, and you know we, you know it, it's been, you know we've been, you know a little back and forth or whatever. But you know the main thing is me and Crystal really, you know we really we really do love each other, Miss. I wanna. Okay, but if you love
8: my daughter, she would have told me that she was in love with someone.
5: But you know what, you know, and, and, and maybe it's a situation where Krista is, like, a little, maybe a little uneasy about talking to you about it. You know what I'm saying? My daughter can talk to me about anything. We talk every day. Right, right. Just, just like you, I talk to my daughter every day. Your daughter?
8: And how old is your daughter?
5: My daughter's 15.
8: Hold, 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 hold on one minute, man. You said your daughter was 15.
5: Right, right, right.
8: Okay, well, how old are you? I'm 46. 46? You 46 years old, and you want to marry my 25-year-old daughter? Hey, hey,
5: hey, 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 let me say this right here. Love ain't got no limit, man. And I understand, I, you know, I was a little shocked at first about the uh, the age difference between us. But you get, you know what, man?
8: I'm more shocked than me.
5: Okay, and I understand that. But what I'm trying to explain to you, man, is that it, it come a time, man, when you just, you just don't know what's going to happen, man. Love just, love is love, man.
8: And you've been locked up on parole at the university on work release and met my daughter.
5: Yeah. How and, you and, like man, I'm going I'm, to I'm I'm say this, man. Crystal is just a beautiful person, man.
8: Hold on, man. You calling me at the blue with all this shit. Look, man, I'm at work. I got a lot of work on my damn desk, and you calling me telling me you, uh, a former jailbird wants to marry my daughter, my 25-year-old daughter, and you damn near 50, you damn near my age and want to marry my daughter? Man, I am not trying to talk to you about this shit. What I need to do is I need to talk to Crystal and get to the bottom of this. That's what the hell I need to do.
5: Hey, and, and I understand that, Mr. you You was probably going to want to talk to her, and, and I ain't got no problem with that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that, man, love ain't got no limit, man. It's just something that happened. Crystal loved me. I love her. And, and, it, and it is what it is. I just wanted to try to get your blessings on this. You
8: can't get my blessings. You lost your mind. How you, jailbird going marry my daughter. Man, my daughter been to private school all her damn life. She's on the daily since all four years of college. And she's going to grad school. And are you gonna marry my daughter that you met on your
5: work relief? Hey Miss I understand that what I'm what I'm trying to explain to you that you know what man, sometimes love is right the second time around. You understand what I'm saying?
8: What the hell you mean the second time?
5: i got kids already. What I'm trying to say is it didn't work out with me on the first time. What I wanted to do, man, is just call you and solidify the culinary experience. Culinary? (laughs) (laughs) Culinary got
8: to do with food. What the hell is you talking about? Look,
5: look, 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 I got to talk to my daughter.
8: I'm going to call Crystal and I'm going to find out what the hell is going on. Because, look, man, I'm not even trying
5: to have this conversation with you. And I I understand all that. I understand what you're saying. What I want to say to you is this right here. Crystal is 25. I, I, even if you don't agree with this here, we're going to elope and make sure that and we get... It. Look at here. You ain't doing a thing with my daughter unless
8: it's my... Look here, man. You ain't doing with my daughter. I don't even know your jailbird. You ain't doing I'm going to call my daughter, find out who you really are. Because you lost your... Mind, if you think your old jailbird is gonna be marrying my daughter, my daughter's got a future. You ain't got what the hell is wrong with you. You lost mind. Yeah, I'm not finna sit and go back and forth with you, Miss. Uh, me uh, and Crystal getting married. That will not happen under any circumstances. I don't no. no care what you think the circumstances are. Me and Crystal getting married. That's that it.
5: Not, Mr. Love, I don't mean, know who the hell you think you are, what the what is wrong with you? How about That's you? what it's got to be? I got one more thing I need to say, and then me and Crystal just going to come over there and, 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 and drive down there and tell you exactly what's going on in our life right what, now. What the you, you got to say to me? Are you listening to me? Yes, what the hell you got to say to me? I got to say this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your daughter, Crystal, and her boyfriend, Oh, ain't
8: this some a- <laughs> I'm outside my job, <laughs> and all the people looking at me like I'm crazy.
5: <laughs> Damn, <job. laughs> Hey, man, your baby girl just wanted to put a smile on your face, man. I gotta ask you, what is, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And I'm gonna get to
4: ask <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs>
3: You can thank my stupid later. Go ahead. Go ahead, Shirley. Take it away. Go ahead. You can thank my stupid later. All right. Okay.
7: Thank you, nephew. Woo. Coming up next, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending All-Star Game weekend highlights from Cleveland, Steve Harvey. Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have it for you. Celebrity baby news. R&B singer uh, Kiki Wyatt is pregnant with her one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleventh child. Eleventh child. Yes. Yes.
4: Okay. Huh? Yes. Don't nobody do um, that no
7: more. Wait, are you 11th. for real? Yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Yes. yes.
6: Mm-hmm. Are you for eleven?
7: Eleven.
6: Well, they live have on a eight. farm. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> a
6: what? A farm. <laughs> That's some farm activity there. That's, what you, That's a lot. You ain't got nothing to do. Going to have hey, another have a child.
7: <laughs> <laughs> 11th baby, that's right. I have and seven lion brothers. She loves Boy. being pregnant. She talks about that, how she loves being pregnant and she loves having children. And the NAACP Image Awards are this Sunday. We'll talk about all of these stories, like I said, at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO. Lisa in Atlanta writes to our CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. I'm 28 and I'm dating a 30-year-old man I met online. He checks off every box on my list except one. Uh, he's a great lover, but he's not willing to explore all of me. He said there are a few things he will never do. If I enjoy doing it for him, should he be willing to try it for me? Uh, nope. Is he being selfish, or is this normal?
6: Well, I ain't saying it's normal. I'm just saying he ain't dang what he doing, you know. That old you, you do ask. me, I do you type thing. That ain't that ain't what he finna do. Uh you know. So there you have it. Now, uh, if that's a deal breaker for you, they probably need to break up now. Yeah. But if it's not a deal breaker, then go on and explore. But uh, it seems like he's pretty much set on this. It's a decision he's made. See, what could have happened, he's 30, you don't know, but he might have had a really, really bad traumatic experience with that. And that'll yeah. shut you down. You run you run up into something that ain't quite what you thought it was, and it'll shut you down. So it could have been he used to do everything, but oh, yeah. he done stopped exploring everywhere.
3: <laughs> he dialed it back, didn't
6: he? Yeah. <laughs> he said
3: never. Something yeah. happened. Yeah. So Not... Putting your toe in my mouth. So you could ask. I'm telling you no, I'm not putting your toe in my damn <laughs> yeah. mouth.
7: All right, moving on to Taylor in Southfield. Taylor says, I'm 33 and I've been divorced for two years. My ex-husband is getting remarried and I got a wedding invite. He called me last week to say that his fiance wants me to change my last name back to my maiden name because she wants to be the only woman with my name. Should I relinquish the name or not?
6: Well, huh? you know, th- what did this wedding invitation have to do with anything? Uh. Uh, uh, but secondly, his current wife-to-be wants you to change your name back. My she question to you much. is, why would you want the name of a man that don't want you? That's my only question to you. I would be more than happy to get back to who I was after I find out that who I thought I was don't want me to be that no more mm-hmm. so I would forget the fact see normally when you get divorced and it don't come up cause ain't nobody married you just don't feel like going down there changing the paperwork yeah, I exactly. would imagine you have kids it's just that a life hassle life. now if you got the kids that's a whole nother story them kids name can't change I don't think I'm not sure, but I don't right. think. That's why I'm not to keep his, it. Yeah, but if you, you all don't it. have kids, I think the only thing that would bother you is the fact that she says she don't want you to have it. Yeah. Yes. But I think the real question is, why would you want to keep it from a man that don't want you? I would right. change it and not let it be about this woman saying, I don't want her to you have your name you. no more. You would change? You would change? Especially with no kids. I, oh, with no kids. Think I think I think yeah. that's more of a female question. Uh, Carla, would you change if you didn't have kids and you divorced a man? Would you keep his last name?
2: I don't think so. If I didn't have any children, I don't think yeah. so. I know my mother got a divorce from my dad. She kept his name because of me, you know, because yeah. she had a kid. Yeah. Right. right. And, and I do sense. the
7: same thing because of my daughter. Yeah. Right. I did the same yeah. thing because of my daughter.
6: Right, but if you have a child, that changes everything, because yeah. you don't want to change your name and have your daughter or your child ass out up at the school. Well, exactly. who is Miss Perkins? Yeah, it's yeah, too much. It was, to so, you know, it was always
7: so confusing when growing up. It was like, you know, the kid's name was Johnson and the mother's name was Moran. Right. You know, oh, and I
6: think crazy, I, th- I think if you have children, I think you keep the name because it just keeps it clear for you why your mama named that
7: exactly Mm
6: -hmm. you know so i understand that yeah for child it makes a difference okay all
7: right all right moving on to leah in new york leah says i've been dating a mama's boy for almost a year i'd hope that by now he would want more of me and less of mama but he still has dinner with her several times a month and he tells her all of our business it causes her to look at me differently Is it a lost cause with him and his mama? Will this ever get better?
6: No. No. Once a mama's boy, always a mama. What can you do to change the dynamics of the relationship of a mama's boy? Nothing. You're not going to do what his mama do. You're already doing some things that his mama don't do. And if that don't make a difference, I don't know what will that's not going to change. This is a mama's boy. He has dinner with his mama several times a month. I don't know how many times that is. But that, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Four. Mm-hmm. That don't make him a mama's boy, but if you're telling all the business, that's- but it, and it's a lot more than that. That, that mama's Way boy more. thing <laughs> turns into texting and laughing and sitting up on the phone telling jokes and mama coming over watching movies with y'all and you know, he. I'm staying at Mama's house tonight because she's scared. The wind was blowing. You know, that stuff like that. The wind like was that. blowing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to go over here. I got to get my mama' car fixed, so we ain't gonna be able to get our car fixed this month. You know, when to get into that, that's
7: a bit it, much. It's,
6: yeah. it's dangerous. Hmm. Got another one, Shirley?
7: Yes, I do. Uh, Norris in Philly says I'm a single man in my late 20s and I'm having sex with a girl that lives next door to me. My girlfriend and I are on and off a lot, so this woman fills in the gap when we're having problems. It's just sex for me, but the neighbor is catching feelings. She knows I have a girl, so why is she getting caught up?
3: Hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah, no business going next door. Boy,
6: next door. (laughs) Why is she getting caught? She know I got a girlfriend. Because that's the plan. See, y'all keep being off. She jump in the off spot, figuring that one day you ain't going to be back on. I got news for you. She going to come over there and knock on the door next time your girlfriend over there. I got news for you, dog. This finna be a problem next door. She not finna sit there and hear all that commotion going on up against that wall, and she not gonna say
3: nothing. Mm -hmm. You know know how much. You
6: didn't put me on the wall like that last week when you was off with her.
7: That's right. All right, Cielo. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
7: See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
1: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
7: First of all, let's get this out of the way right now. Who saw Macy Gray sing the national anthem? I did. Yeah, I I missed it. it? Take a listen, take a listen, and we'll talk about it.
4: Oh, shame, God, that's not
3: She didn't have no V in her braid. What wasn't no V in her braid. It, was just it trailed off. It wasn't no V in there. Where's the V in it? But it
7: was pure Macy Gray, though. It was oh, pure yeah, classic. Macy Gray. Yeah,
6: yeah well, she was sung it in pure Cleveland, so we yeah. was up in there hollering laughing. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even give a damn. Cleveland don't care, man. I'm, I'm just telling you.
3: But did you see when they showed LeBron and Steph Curry yes, trying yes, to play it, it to all, to... all over? And I
6: love Macy Gray.
7: Oh, I do too. I do too. No. I love her, and that's what you expect. Macy Gray, when you hire Macy Gray, Macy Gray, yeah. yeah, yeah. What else?
3: So did LeBron them means. bust out laughing? Call? They, nah, they? No, they wanted to though. They were yes. They <laughs> They was just. I'm talking
6: about set back down, <laughs> leaning over, man. Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> it is what it is in Cleveland, man. That's mm-hmm. funny, Steve. And well, I anyway. watched the slam dunk contest.
7: I uh-huh. just, you know.
3: I, I, didn't, I didn't see none of this. Too. I worked my butt out. What, what, tell me about it. Dunk contest. Who won? It. The dude out of New York. OB.
2: Uh, yeah,
7: was he, was OB OB he was supposed to win it. He was the
6: best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't even touch a rim no more, so them days is done. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, them dudes was, some of the stuff was, it just wasn't what I th- – nah, it wasn't nothing, man.
4: It wasn't mm-hmm. Jordan, Vince Carter, Jordan. Dr. J. It, yeah. wasn't nobody,
6: it wasn't nobody doing nothing special. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Now, mm-hmm. the one dunk I saw where he did a 360 up, up under the leg, windmill, that was – woo. that was funky. The
4: one but hand. the one he
6: missed, I wanted to see him tap it on the backboard, then go under his legs and dunk but mm-hmm. he never got it back off the backboard. <laughs> and Shaq just looked thoroughly depressed. Cool. Yes. <laughs> but I don't like when you do four, five attempts at a dunk and you don't make it. Because even if you do make it, mm-hmm. after that, you know, eh. That's too
3: many chances.
7: Yeah. Their performers were DJ Khaled, Mary J. Blige, Ludacris, Lil Wayne, Lil Baby, and the Migos. So that was good. Then on Sunday during the All-Star game itself, LeBron James pulled out a game-winning three-pointer to score the win for Team LeBron. The final score 163 to 160 against Team Durant. Now, Kevin Durant was not there due to the passing of his grandmother, and uh, um yeah, mm. with our condolences of course. Um, and it wasn't all LeBron. Uh, Steph Curry was welcomed w- by the crowd with booze. Again, they were in Cleveland.
6: Cleveland. Steve. Why they booing <laughs> them? Well, because the he's beat. Because he's beat Cleveland uh, several finals. times in the finals. We we don't forgive, Tommy. That ain't what we do. We're not forgiving people. It's bitter. <laughs> yeah, we're not in that. But we Steve it's just now. a game. It was just. No, it's, just not. No, it's <laughs> not. No, it's not. No, <laughs> it's, No, it's not a game. It's called hatred. And <laughs> that's what we have, and we're not letting it go. So okay. you came in here, you beat us, and won the title. Uh-huh. We hate you. Don't come up here to play. We ain't sportsmen. We not finna play like, you know, we uh-huh. care for you. We, we respect your talent. None of that. It's hatred.
9: They
7: boo. <laughs> But did you see Did you see Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Dr. J, et cetera? All of them were there. Did you see the legend? Yeah, man, because
6: yeah. it was the 75th. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was there, man. Oh. Yeah.
9: It was nice. It was nice. Yep.
7: Crowd was they... on their feet as uh, Steph Curry set an all-time game, uh, all-star game record. He was named MVP, scoring 50 total points for Team LeBron. Oh, still. Wow. Yeah.
6: Yeah. They we'll booed his ass again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Congratulations on the 50 points. Oh, by the way, we still hate you. <laughs>
7: All right. Well, moving on from the hatred to some love, some blessings in celebrity baby news, R&B singer Kiki Wyatt posted on her Instagram page that uh, she is pregnant with her 11th child. 11th child. She looked yeah, great. We just she looked healthy. Here.
6: We, 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 we look doing beautiful. throwback babies now. We just doing some 1940.
7: Oh, oh, oh is this Because yeah. that's is, when, back when they used to it, have a lot of kids. Yeah. I look, Is it
3: the yeah. same dad?
7: Uh, no. This is her second oh, child, uh, Tommy, with her third husband. Her third husband.
3: Yeah, I don't know His no name one is man Zachariah that. that ignorant.
6: Her second child with her third husband. Uh-huh.
7: Mm-hmm. She
6: got 11 kids, Sheridan.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. So she's had other kids with her other husband. Of her previous marriages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I
6: like and her, she, man. She cool, girl. You can do your thing if that's what you want to do. I'm not having 11 kids.
3: At all. You got yeah. seven. You're not ain't you playing did, them. You're did,
6: hey, <laughs> did not want all them, sure. Uh, <laughs> be honest with you.
7: Why do you, you insert yourself in every little. baby story?
6: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they here now, but, you know. you know you 20 minutes. Champagne and bubbles when I got the news.
7: (laughs) Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday was President's Day, and in honor of the occasion, a new poll looked to find out whether people would have any desire to be president themselves, just even for one day, just one day. It looks like most people do not want that job. Okay, only 39 percent of Americans are very or somewhat interested in being president for a day. 55 percent are are, um, are not very or not interested at all. And uh Steve, you hear it all the time. People say you should run for president. So do you think you would be a better president than the average historical president? And um how would you do things differently? Even yeah, well, I would definitely
6: uh be a better president <laughs> than all of them. George <laughs> oh, Washington, really? Abe, no, Lincoln, all of them. No, I'm That's I'm so... be better. Mm-hmm. I'd act you know, I'd be a better president than all of them. Because of the way, what I'm not going to accept. Like what? See, I'm not, I'm not talking, y'all can't say what you want to say to me. (laughs) And don't expect me to say nothing back. And I'm doing that Supreme Order stuff all the time. That executive Executive? order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm doing all that. I don't give a damn what your Senate say. (laughs) I'm signing it into order. That's what I'm doing. Nothing to ask you nothing. Don't Steve. care about what your party say, what my party say. I'm the president.
3: Yeah. How, are and, you, uh, I, how you gonna handle briefings? Power. Briefings in the morning. How you gonna handle? Hey, that?
6: listen. Uh, hey, thank y'all all for coming. Uh, this is what we're doing now. Um, I've pulled all troops out of all parts of the world. We're not doing this no more. Okay, ain't no more fighting.
3: Thing in the war. Okay. Ain't no more fighting. It.
6: All y'all that signed up for all these free educations probably ain't gonna have them. What is you that know. about?
4: <gasps> Wait, what?
6: <laughs> well, everybody signed up in the military for these free educations. That probably oh, ain't gonna happen. Oh, okay. Because oh. we ain't gonna be we're gonna lose a lot of y'all in the you know process of withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Uh appreciate your service. <laughs> uh we're gonna give you your check, but we ain't gonna need you over here. We're gonna sell all these guns.
2: Anything positive? Uh, you can can
6: we we yes. Any mistake, can we? police officer that shoots a black person will be shot. They damn self.
2: Oh, okay. <sighs> all right. Oh, now,
6: man. slow oh, this down. Oh boy. Right now, yeah. You'll come before me. I'm gonna look at the video and I'm gonna pass judgment. No more cases. No more trials. I'm gonna look at the video and I'm gonna make the call based on the video. If you don't have your body cam on, I'm assuming you are hiding evidence. Your ass is gone anyway.
7: But Mr. President, that's yes. not what the that's not what the constitution said.
9: Are you a judge or the president? Yeah. The, yeah. To, we both well,
6: are. let me ask you a question. Have you read the constitution? <laughs>
7: Not all of it.
6: Yeah, you feel as though we in there anyway. So why is we paying attention to it?
7: Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The police officer who killed Dante Wright has received what can only be considered a light sentence. Brooklyn Heights, Minnesota officer Kim Potter Was convicted of first and second degree manslaughter. She aimed her gun and fired on Wright during a traffic stop, but she said she thought she pulled her taser, not her gun. She's been sentenced to just 24 months, 24 months in custody, 16 in prison and eight under supervised release. She could have faced up to 25 years behind bars. Prosecutors were seeking seven years. Judge Regina Chu defended the two-year sentence she gave Officer Kim Potter by saying Potter was a cop who made a tragic mistake, uh, not who committed murder, citing the case of George Floyd. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump said, there are black people in prison serving greater time for selling marijuana, which is legal in most states than this police officer gets for killing this young black man.
6: It just goes to show you the actual value that they place on black life. Because I'm telling you right now, if a black police officer had done this same thing and killed a white person of any gender, age, whatever, do you think for one moment that they would just say he made a tragic mistake? Not at all. No. 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 Not at all. No. He did not honor his training. Mm. He should have known better. You can't mistake your taser for your gun. I'm sorry. It can't happen. You can't take a person's life and get 24 months. I'm sorry. And the amazing thing of this, and what I keep saying is, this never happens to white people. Ever. They're never accidentally shot. They're never... They're, they're never shot in the back, running by the police. When white people get shot by the police, they are in the active act of committing a felony or a crime. Other than that, they don't make mistakes with white people. They don't, but they make them with black people all the time. Which lets me know it's not mistakes; it's training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, and like, and like. And like, like Benjamin Crump said, mm-hmm. it's black people doing more time for selling weed. It don't make no sense, man, that you can do that. But she's a white lady, and yes. she killed a black man. What? what? What's the big deal? Mm, and yeah. and yeah. guess what? Ain't a damn thing we can do about it except get over here and be all right with it. But see, we tired of that, though. Because we've never really been all right with it. Just just in, if any white people are listening, we would like to make the announcement. We as black people have never been okay with the sentences that's been handed down and the treatment of blacks in the judicial system. Just to go on record officially, we have never been okay with this. In case you're thinking that we think it's par for, par for the course or, or we think it's just the way it is, We're not okay with it. And that's been our protest the entire time. And even though you all have allowed our protest to fall on deaf ears, please know we are not okay with it. But we have come to the conclusion that you are. Mm -hmm. That's what's sad to me. I wish I had time to play something that I pulled up from this lady that had asked a group of whites a question online. And it was just so compelling because the answer was, let me see if I got it. Let me see if I can play it. I think I have it.
4: If you as a white person would be happy to receive the same treatment that our black citizens do in this society, please stand. You didn't understand the directions if you white folks want to be treated the way blacks are in this society stand nobody's standing here that says very plainly that you know what's happening you know you don't want it for you I want to know why you're so willing to accept it or to allow it you, as white
6: person, that's just that's all I have to say thank you that's all I have to say thank you have a nice day y'all just in case you thought we was okay with it.
7: Coming up next, we're going to switch gears here. Uh, Nephew Tommy is in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And today's subject is, what was she doing while I was gone? Ooh, we'll find out. Uh, we'll get into it in just a little bit. You got to but <laughs> right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff?
3: All right, now, I'm going to ask. I'm just going to say it. You know, don't let it be shocking to you. But, you know, oh, it's just something we're working on. I, we need you to be a slave for a day. What? Slave What? for a day. I mean, it's black history, so just work with us, now. Just work <laughs> with us. That's, we ain't asking for much. Slave. Oh, for a day let's Let's, uh hey hey it's just a day okay (laughs) it's just a day give us 20 years lighten (laughs) up let's go cat dog slave for a day
5: hello hello i'm trying to reach a uh miss Glenda, please this is she speaking Uh, miss Glenda, this is gary gary i'm with the um black history okay you uh you you participated last year in the in the Black History Parade, am I right?
9: Yes, I sure did. Uh,
5: okay, I got your name from one of the members on the committee and we're trying to see if you can actually be of some help for this year's Black History uh for this month. I sure would. Be glad to help. Okay. Listen, um we're having an auction tomorrow and wanted to see if you could uh, actually maybe be of some help with the auction that we actually have going on tomorrow.
9: Yes, do I need to donate anything or
5: well, no, Is that what you need? No, we're not really trying to get some a donation from you this time. We're trying to see if you have some time tomorrow to come out and actually help out with the actual auction.
9: Okay. What time tomorrow?
5: Uh, Probably like about 9 o'clock in the morning. I can do that. Okay. Now, we're asking that you wear something that you'll be comfortable in all day tomorrow if possible, okay?
9: Okay.
5: Pretty much an all-day event that we're trying to get you to do.
9: Okay. I could be there around nine, but I'm gonna have to leave about four. Well, I
5: we'll, will tell you what, we'll see what we can, well, how we can work it out. But we, we definitely want you to come and be a part of what we're doing. So, what is it that you really need me to do? Um, uh, well, actually, you know, we, we we got a lot of people doing different things at the, uh, you know, at the auction. You know, so we just want you to come out and be of some help uh, with everything that's going on.
9: Okay, well, I want to be prepared, so what exactly do I need to do? Work the concession stand, something like that?
5: No, really what we had is actually you being a part of the auction.
9: Being a part of the auction, such
5: as? Well, what we're doing tomorrow is we have already we already have 50 people who are signed up, and you would be, you know, uh, one of those people that are, that, are, that are signed up to do the actual. Uh, what it is is we're having slaves for a day. And what we're gonna be doing is auctioning you off, and somebody's gonna buy you tomorrow, and you'll be a slave for
9: today. Slaves?
5: So, yeah, you'll be a slave for the day. That's what that's what we've decided to do with the Black History.
9: <laughs> we've decided. Now, I didn't do. mean. I I don't. I want to participate,
5: but being a slave, no. Okay, but see, what? You, but but, you, I want you to understand that this is a worthy cause, though.
9: You know, I'm we want, saying it's you know, a worthy cause,
5: but I'm know. not gonna be no <laughs> slave. Well, well you, I mean, you don't have to call it a slave. I mean, a, a servant, you know, a, a butler, you know what I mean? Slave, Whatever you want to call it. I'm just saying. With damn them. thing.
9: No. I ain't going to be no slave.
5: Okay, okay. Ma'am, ma'am, Miss m- Glenda, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is a worthy call for the black history. And we're trying to get you to be there. Somebody may buy you for $500 tomorrow.
9: No, I'm not going to do it.
5: Okay. Are you are are you are you, are you turning us down for a worthy cause, Miss Glenda?
9: Yes, I am turning your down. Don't call me with that kind of b- no more.
5: I mean, I don't understand what, what the problem is. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we got to repeat history, so we don't go back to the history. Sometimes we got to do it again, so we don't go back to it. You understand? But here it is, it seems like you, you acting like a, 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 a house negro or, or something. Like, you two uppity a or something. A house
9: negro? A
5: house negro.
9: Who's the chairman of, of this? Excuse me? The chairman. Last time, I spoke with Mr. Wilson, and we didn't have no b- like
5: this. Okay, and I, I understand that, but what I'm trying to explain to you is this is something that I don't we want
9: know. you to explain a thing to me. Do not call me with this kind of again.
5: Are you going to show Do up tomorrow understand? so we can sell you? Do you understand me? Are you going to show up, up tomorrow not. so we can sell you? We already have You're not going to sell me. Sell we have you listed to be sold tomorrow. Sell your We've got you listed to be sold tomorrow, ma'am. Can we please I'm make not sure don't be sold. And you do not call here again. Hey, listen. If you don't show up tomorrow, then we will come to your house and sell you there. Come to my house. We, I, I, if, wish I got, you, if I got to come, I wish to get you, you would come to my house. Your me? over here if you want to. Listen, I will come there to sell you if you're not gonna come out to the auction. Come on to my house. You bad. Come on to my house. Okay, I tell you. And you know what? I need you to do this. You, you need to start saying yes, sir and no, sir to me right now. Okay. Kiss I need my to get you in the in the frame of mind of, of being a slave my for the day. Okay. I didn't hear what you
8: said. Kiss my
5: black. I'm coming to your house tomorrow and I'ma sell you in front of your house if you don't come down to the auction tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. You
9: better not bring your to my house. You better not. Do you understand me? I do not march for civil rights. I don't have time for no like that. And we got a for president
5: you. I understand we got a black man for president, but right now we are trying to raise some money for black history and we need to sell you tomorrow morning. You're not gonna sell me, You're not gonna sell me. You and don't call my house no more. Do you understand? Do not call. I understand exactly what you're saying. Can I tell you something else? Who else gonna be sold tomorrow? Hell no. Don't tell me, I I got one more thing I do need to tell you. What is it? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show. You just got pranked by your sister,
9: My sister? <laughs> My sister, I can't believe that. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm gonna get her. I can't believe she did this. Miss Glenda, you all right? I'm all right. This is
8: some crazy.
9: I can't believe this. I'm gonna whoop her.
5: I'm gonna whoop her for this. It don't sound like you were gonna get sold no way. Hell no. You wasn't getting on this auction
9: block, huh? No. No Because, Miss Lindson I've been there. I've been at the sit-ins, the marches, I've done some of everything. yes, ma'am.
5: Well, I tell you what, Ms. Glenn. If it wasn't for people like you, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. That's so right we, we We show, thank you, we show, thank you. I just wanted to play a joke on. You. Did I get you? Yes, you did. <laughs> you sure did I, I got one more I got one more thing to ask you. what is what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land.
9: The Steve Harvey Morning Show with that
5: itchy <laughs> nephew Tommy. <laughs> we love you, Miss Glenda. Okay, love you too.
3: Kiss my blank, blank, and blank, blank.
5: Love <laughs> Miss
4: Glenda.
3: Happy Black History, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Black History Month. Too
6: much.
4: Wow. Hey. <laughs> Lord. You, know. you ain't gonna be no slave. Kiss my black... <laughs> entire
3: what you Mr. what, Mr. You, what you want me to do with the auction now what am i doing now <laughs> what what exactly you know, you don't want me working the concessions. What you want me doing?
7: Mm-hmm.
4: Thank
2: you. Ms. She kind of knew in
3: when she started asking
2: questions. She uh-huh. was like, "This is about to be uh-huh. some bull." This Thank morning. you, Miss
3: Blender,
7: uh-huh. for all that you did. That's right. Wow. That's right. She said, "I paved been there. the way, baby. I've been there to the sit-ins, the boycotts, all of that. And here you come with this foolishness. Now, you come with this <laughs> you foolishness. <laughs> you and your shenanigans."
3: Hey, I wanna thank Baltimore, Maryland, man. Y'all sold me out this weekend. I appreciate y'all coming to see the ignorant ass stupid nephew. And that's what yeah. everybody was saying in the audience. Stupid, Thomas, stay stupid, stay stupid. <laughs> you yeah. ain't fun, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, King's, King Solomon
6: who- uh... Out
3: of Richmond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coming up next, March 19th, I'm in Beaumont, Texas, y'all. Julie Rogers Theater. One show Saturday night. Tickets on sale right now. Laying in the cut is Nashville, Tennessee. Zany's Comedy Club, April 1st through the 3rd. That's April Fool's weekend. The Fool is coming to Nashville. And then April 8th through the 10th. That's Charlotte, North Carolina. The Comedy Zone. The nephew is coming to town. Back on the road again, baby. Got the microphone in my hand. Come watch me work. I am ignorant at its best. Okay, Baltimore, thanks again. Which one? I'm going to be stupid. Stupid. I got it. All right. I got it. Mm -hmm. Made on my mind.
7: All right. (laughs) Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject. What was she doing while I was gone? Well, we'll find Mm. out right after Mm. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The
1: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
7: Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, Please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here right now.
3: And you just never know. It could be yours. This one could be. Mm -hmm. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter.
7: Thank you, nephew. Subject, what was she doing while I was gone? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 33-year-old black man married for nine years. When I got married, I was young and still in the streets. Over time, I got an associate's degree and I got a job in a position of leadership. But I was still hanging out with the same crew, and I got caught up and ended up in jail. A friend of mine asked me to drive him to the liquor store, so I did. He went in and came out, and we left. I had no idea that he had committed an armed robbery until I was arrested for being a getaway driver. My wife had just had our third son, but she held me down because she knows I'm not a bad guy. I did my time, and I got home six months ago. I listened to the radio show while I was locked up, and this is my favorite subject. So I'm trying to see... If you could help me. My wife is a lot different since I got home. She dresses differently and she smokes weed, which is legal in our area. She dictates if and when we have sex and she rations out money to me. I feel as if I can't say anything because of what I put her through while I was locked up. We were watching TV the other night, and her phone rang, and she left the room to talk. I didn't say a word. The next morning, she got a call, and I could hear that it was a man on the phone. She talked for about three minutes, and as soon as she hung up, I told her she has a lot of nerve allowing men to call her while she's home, and there is no way this, con- con- this can continue. She told me to hush. And be glad I still have a home because her friends helped her out by doing things in and around the house while I was away. I asked her what in and around the house meant, and she ignored me. I have to keep cool and not explode on her. What's the best way to approach it? (laughs) Well, you know, right now, the best thing you can do is get yourself together, okay? Time doesn't stop when you go to prison. Um... Stop expecting things to be the same and and you need to think about the future. What was she doing while you were gone? Well, she was surviving, obviously. She was taking care of three kids alone. She was probably scared. You said she held it down while you were in jail, and um, she did let you come back home, okay? Uh, but the respect and apparently the love are gone out of this relationship. Um, you see and hear what she's doing. Uh, she's talking with other men. Uh, of course you don't like it. I mean, what man would like that from their wife? So now you need to come concentrate on your next move and that that's being your own man uh because your wife is doing her thing there's nothing you can do about it right now you said it you have to keep cool and not explode on her um you need to get your dignity your self-respect back so i suggest you get a job somewhere you start making your own money so she won't have to ration it out to you as you say i mean you know no man wants that uh save it for your apartment, you know, then, uh, you know... Fix the situation with your wife and these kids. You might have to arrange visitation rights if you do eventually get your own apartment. And I say making sure your kids are okay. That should be your top priority right now anyway because they missed a lot of time with you. Your youngest son hardly even knows you. Uh, You're concentrating on the wrong things, I think. You expect things to be the same. Clearly, your wife has moved on. You need to do the same now, but with purpose. Okay? Steve...
6: This is going to be a tough one to answer for you, young brother. So um, I'm going to just take you through this thing step by step because one of the first things when you're trying to solve this problem is taking full responsibility and knowing what it is that you can do to bring about change. Uh, The question is, the subject, what was she doing while I was gone? Now, you're a 33-year-old black man, married for nine years. When you got married, you were young and still in the streets. So you were 24 when you got married, same age as me at my first marriage. That is young to be married for anybody. Uh, But you were still in the streets. Over time, you got an associate degree and you got a job in a position of leadership. So you're realizing that you got to do better for yourself. Here's the mistake you made. But I was still hanging with the same crew. And I got caught up and ended up in jail. How many times have I said this to people? Everybody come with you, can't go with you. In order to grow, you have to go. I've said it so many different ways. You you can't worry about keeping it real, you got to keep it moving. I've said all of these things that tie us to the hood, that ties to our old relationships and friends but you can't go get an associate degree. Here's another one that I said a long time ago. You can't be a college student and a thug in the same sentence. It don't match. Thugging and college student don't match. Now, you didn't know what was going on, but you dropped your friend off at a liquor store. He goes in and comes back out. Next thing you know, you're arrested because you the getaway car driver. You didn't know this fool went in here and robbed a damn liquor store. So now you're out, and you're an accomplice to committing an armed robbery. Your wife had just had your third son, but she held you down because she knows I'm not a bad guy. I did my time, and I came home six months ago. Now, here's a problem. You're not telling me how long you were in. You're not saying that, and you're leaving that out of the letter because it helps you. But Uncle Steve know better. Armed robbery, even with a plea you year and a half too. Even if they believed you, they let, they let you plead to this right here.
7: All right, hang on. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, what was she doing while I was gone? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening Listening, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, what was she doing while I was gone?
6: Well, 33-year-old black man married for nine years, was in the streets when you got married, but you messed around and got self a degree. Congratulations. Got you a job of position and leadership. But the mistake you made, you were still hanging with the same crew. You got caught up and you got ended up in jail. Now, you, you drop a friend off at the liquor store, little till you know, he goes in and he robs the place. He comes back and gets in the car. You don't notice until you get arrested because you were the driving the getaway car. Okay, now now your wife had just had your third son, but she held you down in prison, jail, because she knows you're not a bad guy. You did your time and you got home six months ago. You didn't really say how much time you're doing. I'm assuming a couple of years, you know, 18 months, something on the plea you did because they believed that you just went in there and you didn't know, but let's say you were gone a couple of years. All right, you come out and you listen to the radio show while you was locked up. Thank you. And Strawberry Letter one of your favorite thing, so that got you through. We appreciate y'all brothers, sisters that's on lockdown. Hope we do something to get you through. Uh, Now, you come home, and you notice that your wife is a lot different since you got home. She dresses differently. She smokes weed, which is legal in our area. She dictates if and when we have sex, and she rations out money to me. I feel as though I can't say anything because of what I put her through while I was locked up. Now, y'all the TV the other night, A phone rang, and she left the room to talk. You ain't say nothing. Next morning, she got a call, and you could hear that it was a man on the phone. She talked for about three minutes. As soon as she hung up, I told her. She got a lot of nerve allowing men to call her while she's home, and there's no way this can continue. She told me to hush. Pretty sure the word wasn't hushed. I think it was a little bit more harsh than that. I think it started with shut. Shut the front door? Yeah. Okay, Shirley. (laughs) Okay. And glad that you still have a home because her friends helped her out by doing things in and around the house while I was away. I asked her what in and the house meant and she ignored me. I have to keep cool and not explode on her. What's the best way to approach it? Well, brother, things have changed. She dressing different, and she's smoking weed. She's gone through a lot holding this family down while you was gone. But really, though, brother, these are the consequences of your actions. Because you didn't leave them streets alone. Well, let's say you left the streets alone, but you hang with the same crew. Association brings on participation. So now here we are. One of your ignorant ass friends did something ignorant, selfishly didn't tell you. You got caught up, you had to do time. Now, your girl been watching you out in the street, she has told you. You're leaving that part out the letter. She done told you, stop hanging with them fools, you wouldn't do it. Cause you was keeping it real, instead of keeping it moving. You was not forgetting where you from. You was getting caught up in all that hood lingo. They ain't got nothing to do with your family. So now here's the deal. Shirley said it right. You've got to get yourself together. But now you have a police record. Hard to get employed with a police record. So now you've got everything. All of this you bought on yourself, brother. So now I can't tell you that your marriage will ever get back because you never really allowed it to get off the ground the right way. You stayed out there in them streets. It's, your marriage could be over. She has male friends now. She has people that has done things for her to help her out. Now, I'm going to just tell you flat out, if a man done, done something to help you out, then we, we got to think about that for a second. I'm not saying she did anything, but you a man. But let's be fair. Let's not be angry with this sister. Because you put this sister in a position where she had to survive. And once you put a person in survival mode, man, you can't get mad at how they choose to survive. You just can't. Now, why is she dressing different? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know have changed. Is she wearing your clothes? (laughs) I don't know what this change of outfits is. Is she wear a lot of your clothes? Is she wear baseball hats cocked to the side? I don't don't know what the clothes is. But she rationing out sex and money because she don't know how long you going to be around. You might have to go again. I don't know what it is, brother, but you got to get yourself together. Don't be so angry with the woman because she was put in survival mode. I don't think you should explode on her because you left her in a really, really bad situation with your third son. Woman got three kids. She got put in survival mode. She has some male friends, it looks like, and they're not your male friends. Good luck. Don't explode on the sister. Maybe it's time for you to just go somewhere and get yourself together, like Shirley said. Take care of your kid. Thank you.
7: All right, thanks, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at forty-six minutes after the hour, we'll have sports with uh, we'll have sports with Unc and Neff right after this. Yeah, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Junior's out today. Tommy. Uh, And Steve, Michigan basketball head coach Jawan Howard has been suspended for the rest of the regular season. You guys were asking about that yesterday, what was going to happen. He had that altercation at the end of the loss against Wisconsin on Sunday. Here's a breakdown of the suspensions, okay? Head coach Jawan Howard coaching suspension five games, which is the remainder of the season. He got fined $40,000.
3: He has not lost his job, though He's still working. No,
7: no, no. He's just suspended for the okay. rest of the season. Okay. Student athlete uh, Terrence Williams the third, uh, the uh, second suspension, one game, effective immediately. Student athlete uh, Musa Diambate, uh, suspension, one game, effective immediately. And for the University of Wisconsin, head coach Greg Car- Greg Gard fined ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand. Well, he ain't forty. Okay, ten thousand, um, and student athlete Jacoby Neath suspension one game effective immediately. So there's what the was the next.
3: second kid's name you said Shirley? Uh, I second. try
7: to get it right. Mouse uh, Diabate. All of them is
3: about black names, Tommy yeah. yeah, that's African though. He in trouble. His mom them gonna whoop his ass. He in, <laughs> in a lot yeah. of trouble.
6: Well, let me say this. Yeah. Uh, there's a little the problem I have with this is not. Jawan's suspension I knew they was going to go hard because the athletic director of Michigan was against Jawan Howard from the outset. This is unacceptable. We will not this is Michigan. Uh so I knew he was in trouble with that. Jawan Howard's a good dude. But when I look at the tapes, the initiator of this whole thing was there the head go. coach from Wisconsin. Right. When he tried to stop Juwan and Juwan tried to walk by him and he grabbed his arm and pushed it practically behind Juwan. And Juwan exactly. went, hold, man, get your hand off me. Then Juwan grabbed his fabric under his skin, shirt and then let his hand go. But then Jawan's reason he's suspended is because of the punch or the open hand swipe he took at the other coach. At the Sir, other, right? so yeah.
7: obviously you're the only one on the planet who saw that then. No, I don't I, know why. Well, I don't know how they because- did it. I yeah. watched
6: it a bunch of times. The initiator of all contact was the head coach from Wisconsin. He, the first person, put his hands on Juwan. Yeah,
3: doesn't reflect. Now that Now Juwan in the is
6: paying for this whole yeah. thing. I think it's. Uh, I was a little disappointed in a uh, couple of the sportscasters the way they jumped on Juwan about it too. But it is what it is now. So Who, he gonna huh? pay the fine. Uh, all of them. Stephen A. Smith said that he should be suspended immediately. So that's what Stephen I'm saying. Stephen A. Smith Obviously said You're it. the only one that saw what really happened. Well, Stephen ain't didn't
3: see what did. happened at first. Ain't see that? I
6: don't know what to, I don't know how they didn't. I watched the tape, the whole tape, the initiation of physical mm-hmm. contact was a Wisconsin coach.
7: $40,000 fine, $10,000 fine. Okay, you do the math. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Valentine's Day was a week ago, and we don't really know if this story is true, but according to Barstool Sports, Buffalo Bills player Stefan Diggs allegedly had two women in the same hotel in two different rooms on Valentine's Day. That's
6: not illegal. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> one
7: Listen, of
6: the women what is
7: one of the women is his regular girlfriend, okay? Come on. The other one is his new boo. Um oh, both posted pictures on Valentine's Day with flowers, balloons, which are now allegedly yeah. posted on a on a blog's IG page. And oh, it's not really clear if the women are staying at the same hotel. It's all very yeah. confusing. If they it even happens. Was in the,
6: happened. Same yes, the same hotel. Yes, <laughs> Go ahead, Sharon.
7: Anyway, Ooh, he here's putting, the question. Here's the he question. Putting in work. <laughs> Going from one room to the other. If <laughs> they could have had adjoining suites. Okay. Anyway, have you ever juggled two different people? This this is you know for you guys. If you've ever juggled, girl, ain't nobody finna do this with you this morning. No, no. no, back in nobody finna do this with you this morning. back in the day. That mean, is that a yes, Tommy? Is that a yes? <laughs> it, anyway, you. have you ever juggled two different people? Who both thought uh, that you were into them at the same time in the same place? You know? That's it. That's the question.
3: I juggle some balls in a Shakespeare play. I'm not going to do this <laughs> with you this morning. <laughs> Look at
7: Steve. Steve's hand is on his face. Uh oh. The us stuff the story. you
3: ask us, though, y'all <laughs> amaze me, man.
7: <laughs> tell us the story, Steve.
3: We, so waiting. now, let's go back to Jawan Howard, on. Let's go back and talk about that. <laughs> you know, that
7: was the last break.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Steve
6: has yeah. <laughs> a
7: story.
6: I do want to say something about Stefan Diggs.
7: <laughs>
4: this is a. If
6: you have two girls mm-hmm. in the same hotel in different rooms on Valentine's Day, uh-huh. you cannot get arrested for this. <laughs> this is not a crime being committed. You know, uh, if they it's both got done. the same types of rooms, mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's yeah. good.
3: Where do you uh, where do you sleep at?
6: Well, you don't sleep, Tommy. Sleep. It's a lot of lot of back and forth, you a lot, a lot of ice uh, a lot of ice.
3: Go get, what get what some ice. Get some, to get <laughs> now
6: you're room. gonna have yeah. to have a, a friend <laughs> involved in this who can call your phone, who has an off-site emergency that requires you to drive there and help him.
3: What would you do? Because here come the lies. Here you go. Come
6: on, let's go. You well, okay, Shirley, you're one of the women, and Carla, you wanted one of the women. Okay. And now I got to leave Carla's room to go up to Shirley's room. So here's what I'm going to say to Carla. <laughs> Hey baby, hold on. I'm gonna go, I left all something right. in the car. I'm gonna go down to the car and get something.
3: But you gave what is... me everything. I got flowers.
6: Balloons. You deserve more. Mm. Okay. Baby, you that
3: don't need to talk. You get it tomorrow. That boy you talk. To go get... No. Come on.
6: There's no way I done went through all this and I'm not gonna give you everything you deserve on Valentine. Sit tight. It's gonna take me a minute to arrange everything because I'm waiting on something else to happen. But I'll be right back. Click, gone. Hurry up. Two hours.
3: Wow! Two hours. You know she wearing this. She wearing this teddy a long time. You know that she just sitting. Now
6: I'm up at Shirley room for two hours. Uh I just got here. Lord have mercy! I'm so happy to see you. Let's get it on, Marvin Gaye. I've
7: been been waiting. Where have you been? I know. I'm here. The day's almost over.
6: I'm here. I had an emergency.
7: Well, what was the emergency?
6: I had a friend of mine that called. He got, he got arrested. He got arrested.
7: on Valentine's You
6: know Day? how us football players is. We always getting in trouble.
7: But what mm. did he do,
6: though? Assault and battery of a police officer. A no, sword? I'm his best friend. You want me to leave him? And we're no, trying to keep this. To and quit him, making but... me talk about it, because we're trying to keep this hush-hush well, honey, before he end up on TMZ. Me, what, you well, baby, it's Valentine's me? Day. Here I am. <laughs> Plus, you the why second are you chick anyway. Because you you're number two.
7: <laughs> Coming up in yes. 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here's a crazy story. And uh, lots of people get tattoos, right? Lots of people get tattoos to mark important occasions in their lives. And uh, Gloria I don't. Weberg. I just
6: remember stuff.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of people do get tattoos. Okay. Gloria Weberg is one of them. She's from Michigan. She's celebrating an important milestone next month. She will be turning 100 years old, and she's getting a tattoo to celebrate that fact. Um, mm. Gloria may not be the age of the average tattoo shop customer, but this isn't her first visit. She actually got her very first tattoo 20 years ago when she turned 80. Then, when she turned 90, <laughs> she got another tattoo. Hmm. Now, the latest addition to her left arm is to mark 100, 100. She now proudly sports a New York 1922 tattoo and uh, for the year and place of her birth, and uh, a, a goddess representing Mother Earth and seven stars representing her children.
6: Three people got to do her tattoos, though. Why? How so? Cause you got two people gotta pull her skin on both sides so it'll lay flat, <laughs> then the tattoo artist can start. You need two people pulling her skin, stretch it out like a oil cloth so it'll be smooth. It's three people to do her tattoos cause you got to stretch her skin out, make it flat first. And then when it snaps back, up. the tattoo don't look like it do. Like it's gonna say 100, but when it snap back, it's gonna say 10. <laughs>
7: Well, happy upcoming birthday, Miss Gloria Weber. Coming up at 33 minutes
4: after, we'll play a round of
7: Would You Rather right
4: after. I swear this. to
6: God it is.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather remember everything you see, or would you rather remember everything you
6: hear?
3: Maybe here. 19. Okay, so you're saying here. Yeah, I'd yours? rather. Uh... I don't hey, I'd know. I'd rather what it remember benefits, everything but... I hear
6: because everything you see wasn't wasn't real, no way. But I remember everything I hear because hearing is is knowledge, seeing is deception. Mm-hmm. Okay. All
7: right. Okay. Would you rather give up cursing forever? Forever. Would you rather give B. up cursing forever? B. Or would you rather give up ice cream for five years?
6: Oh, i give up ice cream for five years.
4: 'Cause you yeah, can't yeah. give up cursing, can you? <laughs> but I'm gonna be what, cussing what is,
6: about that ice cream though. <laughs> <laughs> give up cussing forever or ice cream for five years. Yeah. I'm gonna give up that ice cream for five years.
7: For five yes, five years as much as you love
6: ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well you but love cursing what, I,
7: more.
4: <laughs> I so
6: just cute. it's not that I love cursing. It's Uh just, I I think it's a necessity. I don't know how I'm... Stress reliever. Because there's a lot of ways, yeah, I keep a lot of stuff off me with that. Plus, there's a lot of people that I have in my life that I have to. It's like, I can't talk to my oldest brother unless we cussing. There's no way (laughs) me and Turk can have a conversation unless we cussing.
7: All right, would you rather... Would you rather change the outcome of the last election or would you rather get to decide the outcome of the next election. So would you rather B. change the last one or get to decide the outcome of this upcoming election?
6: Yeah, the B. upcoming. B. The upcoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Joe Biden in, you know, so. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. cool. I should
7: have said the one before that one. <laughs> so
6: yeah. That would have been the one, huh? Oh, Now, yeah. who do I what think would choose? make a great new president mm-hmm. from the Democratic side? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure who we have.
3: Yeah. And, they well, I, and I don't
6: know if Joe is going to be capable to run again due to his age. Okay. But if he's up, if he if he's propped up, they're going to run him again.
3: <laughs> I think Joe yeah. came in just to do for. That's what I think. It, he had
6: but you know, heart, it was amazing, heart, man, that they got Joe. Trump out of there, though. Because mm-hmm. usually the incumbent usually wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. they got they they got Trump out of there.
7: Um. All right. Would you? Would you rather be forced to live the same day over and over again for a full year or take three years off the end of your life?
3: Oh, i live that same we just going to keep on doing Monday. I don't give a damn. We're just going to keep on yeah. doing Monday. Groundhog yeah. yeah. I mean, Day. We Ground going year. Monday.
6: Yeah, <laughs> ain't shaving on no time off. Right. <laughs> yep. that. Oh I, I know what's fitting to happen, too. <laughs> Ooh, I can turn that Ooh. into something.
7: All right. That's Would You Rather for today. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day. And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this.
4: Show.
7: All right, uh, guys, it is our last break of the day on this Tuesday. And uh, Steve, it's time for our closing remarks.
6: From hey, you. here it is today, you all. I want to encourage people as usual, but I want to remind you of something. You have an opportunity to make a decision that can alter the course of your life. Hmm. You, you have an opportunity to make a decision that can alter the course of your life. Okay, Steve, what do you mean by that? I mean this, and this is just a true fact. If you change your thought process, if you change the way you look at things, if you take every negative spin and put a positive spin on it, If you start setting your dreams and goals, if you start praying, if you start confiding in God, if you form a relationship with your creator, you have done the necessary things. You have made a decision that can alter the course of your life. All you have to do is believe that it's so. That simple thing is so difficult for the average person to even conceive for themselves. And why is that? I'll tell you why. Because the devil is brilliant. Because the devil uses all the tricks to persuade you to think the opposite way. His only job is to rob you of your destiny. And if he can make you think that what I just said is not possible for you, it is the beginning. But let's go back and look at it. If you look at all the success stories of most honest people, they will tell you at some point, I believed it, I wanted it, and I worked for it. But if you do not have the belief, we can stop right there. If you don't believe something is for you, If you don't believe in something you want or aspire to, we can stop right there. Now, think about it. Have you given up on the belief system? Have you given up on believing in the things that you used to want for yourself? Because in the delaying of it happening, you perceive the delay as a denial. How many of you are guilty of that? Let's just have a real moment here now. How many of you have ever wanted something really badly and you wanted it at a particular time and it didn't happen, so you assumed because it was delayed, it was denied? How many of you have ever felt that way? I know I have. I know know the majority of people have. But if that's the way you use your thought process, it proves that what I'm saying is true. Because the moment you change the way you think, you change everything. Because it's delayed doesn't mean it's denied. Because you don't believe something to be so, it's the very core of the possibility of it happening. And it gets down to the real basis of what faith is. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. I don't need a lot of faith to walk to the bathroom. I just don't. I just say, man, I gotta go to the bathroom and I get up and I walk over there. It doesn't require faith for me. But if I decide to set up a goal that for to gain attention for my foundation or to gain attention to a cause, and I make the announcement on Facebook, Steve Harvey is going to walk from Atlanta, Georgia to Cleveland, Ohio. A lot of people gonna get cameras out. We gonna go see this here, because you know why? That that ain't regular. That ain't nothing I've ever done before. That ain't nothing I can see. So that would require faith, wouldn't it? It would. Re- it would require faith for a person to say, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go survive some inclement climate weather for 21 days, naked and afraid, or whatever." It requires some measure of faith. But if you watch that show, a lot of people don't make it because what they thought was going to be easy is never that easy. And then somewhere along that the majority of people don't make it on that show. But listen to me. Everything starts from the basis of your belief. Get back to believing. I believe that 2022 is going to be the best year of my life. I expect that, I am looking for it. I am watchful for it. I'm paying close attention to everything I'm saying to God so far in 2022 because I have claimed a victory for myself in 2022. If you've not done that, when stuff don't happen your way, who who you mad at? You didn't put the belief out there. I'm telling you y'all, why would you not try that? Why would you not give that a shot? It's a simple exercise in belief. It's a simple exercise in the law of attraction. It's a simple exercise in faith. But you've got to attempt it. Oh, that gonna work. You know, I'm gonna tell you something, somebody really, really close to me. I've been begging them to come to me and sit down with a vision list. Because I tell everybody, and this person's really close to me. And they've yet to come and sit with me but they keep wandering around aimlessly in their life. And I watch them time after time after time, thing not go right, thing not go right, and they keep telling me about it. And all I said to them was come and sit with me with your vision list, your dream board. They still ain't made one. Well, maybe if they would start believing that that system works, maybe they could change some things. Maybe they listening today. I hope so. I hope you heard it. Those are my closing remarks today. It starts with the belief, y'all. Get back to believing. Have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you.